here's what I want you to know. This, I, this message was important enough to interrupt the words of life because he's been putting it on my heart all week long, and, and you need to hear this. We were talking about it some in the men's group a few weeks ago, but uh, in 1 Thessalonians uh, 5, 16, it says this. The, the sermon, the message is being thankful. The, the word here says in verse 16, rejoice always. Rejoice always. Now, before we go any further, let those two words change your life in this way, all right? Have you ever felt like not rejoicing? <laughs> You've felt like not rejoicing before? Anybody besides me? Yeah, all right. Have you ever looked at your circumstances and felt like not rejoicing? You looked at circumstances, did not look back at you and give you a desire to, oh, praise God. You know, you never had, you know, glory. Really? You know, you, you know have you ever had, all right, so now listen. This is a command from the Lord, right? And what does he say? Rejoice always in spite of your feelings, in spite of what you see. So what that tells us right there is your emotions are not supposed to run you. What you see is not supposed to run you and determine your steps. We are to go and have life and life in abundance at the word of God. That means we take what we see, and if it lines up with rejoicing, we don't care. And if it doesn't, we don't care. And if our feelings feel like rejoicing, great. But if they don't, we don't care. And we're not taking the care of what we see and what we feel on us. We're going to rejoice. He says rejoice always. Every single one of us, we can have situations where the devil is attacking, where the devil's trying to mess with us. He's trying to get in our head. He's trying to put stuff in front of our eyes that is not worthy of rejoicing over what we feel and what we see. But God says, I don't care about that. Rejoice anyway. Now, here's the thing. Would God be just? If he told you to rejoice, but really there was nothing to rejoice over, would that be just? That wouldn't be just, would it? If he told you be thankful, if he told you to rejoice, but there was nothing worth rejoicing over and nothing worth being thankful over, he would be unjust. But we know God is a just God. And so if he tells us rejoice always, then that means there's something to rejoice over. You just don't feel it or you just don't see it. If you do, great. But if you're not seeing it, not feeling it, that don't mean it's not there. That doesn't mean it's not real. See, that goes right in line with that dream I just told you. The time that we see in the physical does not mean that God's time is not here. Just because it looks one way in the flesh or in our emotions doesn't mean that God is not doing something else. Rejoice always. 
pray without ceasing, verse 18, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. In everything give thanks. So we have always and in everything, in every situation, rejoice and give thanks no matter what we see or what we feel. You know, you'd be amazed and, and listen for it. Now, listen in the world. You'll hear people say, I just couldn't help myself. That's nonsense. You could help yourself. Well, I just couldn't stop. I just couldn't stop feeling bad. I couldn't stop worrying. Yes, you can. Worry's a feeling. And we're to rejoice over our feelings. We're to give thanks over our feelings. Well, I just couldn't, I couldn't stop it. It was too much. I just couldn't do it. That's nonsense. You have allowed the devil to lie to you about that. Well, now it's time to take back your feelings, take back uh, what you see, and put it and make it align with what God sees. Make your feelings align with what God feels. God's telling us right here that I'm always feeling this towards you. I'm rejoicing over you. I'm giving thanks for your life because there's something in your life worthy of rejoicing and worthy of giving thanks for. This is lining ourselves up, our feelings, what we see in our faith. This is us lining ourselves up with God. So in other words, he sees something you can't see. And we got to trust him when he says, makes a statement like this. He is worthy of trusting. Amen. And have you ever felt like you ever been praying and you're like, well, I just don't know what God wants me to do. I just don't know what God wants me to do. You ever felt like that? I have multiple times. I just don't. What do you want me to do? It's like I can't hear from you. Oh, this is, I just Let me show you this. Verse 18. In everything, give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So no matter what situation you find yourself in, right now you've got the will of God laid out for you in every situation. For this is God's will for you. Give thanks. Be thankful. Be thankful. Well, you just don't know what happened this week. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about what you, what you see. We're not talking about how you feel. I'm talking about what has God told you. And do you think that he's going to tell you to do that for no reason? That's not who God is. That would be unjust. He's just. Oh, he's good. And if he says be thankful, that means there's some good stuff. That means there's some stuff to rejoice over. It's who he is. Listen, you know, when we were talking about being thankful, here's one of the things, you know, if this is a timeline here, as long as I can stretch my arms, and this is not right, but it's just to paint a picture. Let's say that, you know, on this side is the beginning of your life, and on this side is eternity, right? If this is all of life, and right here is our life on earth, this little beginning piece right here. If this is your life on earth, and all of this is eternity, what did we deserve without Christ in this time? Judgment. What was the judgment? In other words, where were we going without Jesus? Hell, you know, hell, fire, brimstone, gnashing of teeth, torture. The Bible talks very plainly about it. It's a real place, hell. 
Let me just tell you, if you know Jesus and he's your Lord and Savior, you ain't going there. <laughs> and that's awesome. And if you don't know Jesus, you don't have to go there. Praise God. And so no matter who you are, you got something to be thankful over. If nothing else, you don't have to spend an eternity in hell. Man, that is worthy of thanksgiving right there. And then you understand, let's say, and let me paint this a little bit more. Let's say that for eternity, you don't have to go to hell. But let's just say that this period of earth right here, it was hell. I mean, it just stunk. But then for the rest of eternity, because God says that this time on earth is a vapor. In other I, th I think when he says vapor, he's talking about it goes away just so quickly. In other words, what he's saying is don't give this time so much priority that the time on earth starts making you make bad eternal decisions. Okay? That's what he's talking about. Don't, don't let a short time make long-term decisions for your eternal life in other words don't give because you had a bad day all of a sudden you're not going to be thankful because you had a bad moment all of a sudden you're not going to be thankful because you're making a decision on a vapor of time a very short that's going to affect your eternity so let's say that on this earth i mean our life it was just literally hell but then we're not in hell for all of eternity, wouldn't that still be a good deal? Yeah, I mean, so for 100 years, 120 years, we are in hell. But then for the rest of eternity, and, you know, 10,000 years, we've only just begun. You know, we, we don't, it, it's like, whoa, we, we've got 20 million trillion, and then it's just really starting. That's a long time. You're an everlasting, eternal creature. If we're not in hell, but even just on this earth, I mean, let's just say life stunk. You're in pain, you're in agony, you're being tortured, everything. You still have something to be thankful for. But see, we don't have it like that. You don't have it like that. So, that, you know, even if you did, we still have something to be thankful. This is, this is what the Lord, you know, kind of gave me. He's like... Man, we don't have to go to hell. We're in the bonus round, baby. I mean, we're, we're, in, good, we're in good time. Everything above hell is bonus. We're like, yeah, thank you. You know, thank goodness we don't have that. So now if I have a good life here on earth, that's just like bonus, bonus. And there may be some things that are upset here and there, and things might not go your way. But it doesn't say rejoice, you know, always unless things don't go your way. That's, that's not written in my Bible. Is it written in your Bible? Uh, it's not in yours? Okay. Anybody got that? Because we live like that. We've lived like that before. But that's not what, your Bible say that? It doesn't? Okay, just check it. That's two or three witnesses. I guess we're good. It says in everything give thanks, right? This means we've got to be thankful. No matter what we see, no matter what we feel, we're thankful. There's a, uh, when I was with Pastor Tracy in Arkansas, uh, he made this one statement. It was interesting because, man, the devil was trying to keep me away from that first night of ministry at the minister's conference. And, uh, man, my flight was delayed, then it was delayed again, it was delayed again, and... I knew I was supposed to get there, and I was like, I'm, I'm renting a car. 
I'm driving up. Forget my flight. I have a place to be. God's already told me. I got there. And I didn't hear the whole message, but I heard this statement, and he was talking about being thankful that night. And man, it, it just it has been sitting on me in such a good way. But one of the things he said about being thankful was he was talking to a uh, mental health doctor. And, and listen to this. Listen to the power of this. The mental health doctor said, I have never seen a severe case of mental health where the person had gratitude. Never seen a severe case where the person was thankful. See, what we do affects who we are. There's spiritual things that we do or don't do that affect who we are physically. Thankfulness plays a huge role in our lives. Huge. And this is connected. Let's turn to uh, Romans chapter 1. And I want to show you something. Romans chapter 1 and verse 20 it says this, For since the creation of the world, His, talking about God's invisible attributes, His eternal power, His divine nature. Now when we talk about the nature of God, what, what's the nature of God? Love. If you've tasted of God, you know that He is good. He is merciful. Um, He's working all things together for good to them that loved Him and are called according to His purposes. Right? He's ordering my steps, ordering your steps. This is his nature, right? And so this is what we're talking about here, the goodness of God. He says, For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power, and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. Verse 21, For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks. So what he just connected right here was honoring God and giving thanks. They go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. And we were talking, I think, on Wednesday night maybe about honoring God and esteeming God. Honoring God helps us to see the plans that God has for us. It opens up vision. You know, we're talking about honoring God in our finances. The verse is actually that you, she just read. You give this. He said, see if I won't open the windows of heaven. Open up vision to you. See, when we esteem them in our finances, that's what happens. So honoring God is not just finances, though, but it's also in the finances of the Spirit, where I say, Lord, you're worthy of giving thanks. You're worthy of giving thanks. And, and watch what it says. He says, uh, For though, even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations and their f foolish heart was darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools. So in other words, you're talking about a people that entered into deception. They started being deceived. Pastor Tracy said this. He said, if you want to stay out of deception, learn how to be a thanksgiver. Learn how to give thanks. He says, you will find that somebody that learns how to give thanks, they will, it will be hard for them to be deceived. It will be hard for them. But don't think 
that, oh, I know how to give thanks now. And the Lord has always taken us to higher levels and, and more revelation. He's always lifting us up. So even if you are a great giver of thanks right now, I guarantee you there's another level of thanks that God wants you to hit. He wants you to increase to. Amen? Hey, there's something there. But this is what he's saying. You can see where giving thanks leads people to the place where their mind is darkened because they are deceived. And this goes hand in hand with what that mental health doctor said. I've seen, and, and, and Pastor Tracy related it to this. He said, have you ever seen teenagers, you know, that are rebellious and they, they fall away and they get, you know, just stupid, right? You know, what, why do they get that way? You know why? Because they start forgetting that they have something to be thankful for. A lot of times they become very ungrateful. Well, you need to be giving me. You should let me drive my car. You should be giving me money. You should be doing that. They get very ungrateful. And what happens? They immediately fall into that place where they start getting deceived. They start getting deceived. See, thankfulness plays such a big thing. If you Now, what's going to happen is when you read the Bible from today forward, you're going to see how many times God says, be thankful, give thanks, thanks, be thanks, thankfulness, thanks, thanksgiving, thanks. All right. Let's look at uh, Luke chapter 17 and verse 7. Luke 17, 7. And Jesus is talking here and he's, and he's telling a story. And he's talking about, he's giving an example and, and uh what he's talking about, he's talking about a, a master and a servant. He's talking about somebody. Uh, today, we would probably use it like this, like a boss and an employee, that it'll still match the, the context here. You know, so that gives us an idea. But here's the thing. He talks about this. Let me just read it to you. Verse 7, it says, Which of you, having a slave, plowing or tending sheep, will say to him when he has come in from the field, Come immediately and sit down to eat? Verse 8, but will he not say to him, will the master not say to him, prepare something for me to eat and properly clothe yourself and serve me while I eat and drink, and afterward you may eat and drink. In other words, they're going to walk in and the servant, the employee, you know, the slave, they're not going to think, all right, I'm going to sit down with the master and we're all going to have the same level of stuff. I'm going to go and do what my job is and then I'll eat. All right. And that was that was normal. That was natural for this for this time. Verse nine. But watch what he does. Talking about the master, the master, he does not thank the slave because he did the things which were commanded, does he? In other words, if the slave does what he's supposed to be doing, does the master need to thank him for that? No. Why? Because that's, you know, he might do it if the relationship was brand new or something about an employee and a boss. He might do it, but then after a while, they, you know, it's not going to be thank you all the time for it, and that just kind of naturally happens in that way. Why? Because that's what their job is. That's what their job, that's what's to be expected. Now watch this. If we don't give thanks to God, which position are we saying that we're in? Who's the master? Us or God? 
That got your attention? Do we owe God thanks? Is God doing good things? Uh, no matter how you, how you play this, he's the master. I'm the friend. I'm the son of God, but he's the master. <laughs> he's the master. I owe him thanks. I owe him thanks. He didn't have to do what he did. I owe him thanks. I should be thankful in everything. Here's the other thing. Let me, um, let me just get, uh, John, will you come on up here? And, uh, and uh, George, will you come? All right, so John's going to sit here, and you're going to play the part of God, okay? All right. Do like this. Yes. Yeah, that's good. All right. George and I, we're going to play the part of the world. So I want you to see that everything on the right side of the podium, this is spiritual, right? And everything on the left side, left side over here, this is physical and, and the physical world that we see. So now, we may be interacting, we may be doing things in the physical world and stuff may be going on. But the truth of the matter is, it may look good, it may not. Let's say in this situation that it doesn't look good, that the outcome is bad. And our emotions are bad. You got to go with, there you go. Thank you. Thank you, George. George's got to play along with me. All right. So, uh, all right. Now, here's the thing. What does the Bible say that we should be doing? Giving thanks, right? Doesn't matter how we feel or what we see. And we know that the character and the divine nature of God is in such a way that we have something to give thanks for. But if we don't give thanks, right, then what we are doing is we're making a statement that God's not worthy to be trusted in what he said. His character and his nature is not good. Because the truth of the matter is God's divine character and nature. I just need you to be busy doing good. He, he is working stuff out. Over here on the spiritual side of stuff, you might not can see what's happening, but over here he is doing some good stuff. He's working. and Why? Because his character and his nature will not allow him to do anything else. It's who he is. He's faithful. He's good. He's love. He's working all things together for good. He's ordering your steps. He's bringing you to a place of goodness. Over here, we might not can see it yet. But guarantee you, on the spiritual side of things, God is being God. God is being God. He's being his good, loving self. And he is working for you. But over here, if we're not giving thanks, we're saying God's not being God. That's a statement of pride. So in this not giving thanks, we become the master and we become prideful, setting ourselves against God. Outside, and here's the thing. The word says this. It says that a prideful person sets himself against God. He's going against God. He's in opposition to God. In other words, if I'm over here and I'm seeing all the bad stuff and I'm feeling bad, but I don't do what God told me to do, humble myself to the word, humble myself to his character and his nature and believe God enough where it produces thanks out of me, I'm in pride already, and I'm actually fighting what he is doing. 
because I'm setting myself in opposition to them. See those two different worlds working for you all the time. This one may look like it's producing good or not, but that one always is because you are God's beloved. Thank you. You are God's beloved. He loves you, and he's working all things together for good, always to those who love him and are called. He's ordering your steps, leading you to triumph. Always he's over here in the spiritual, in the supernatural, leading you to triumph. Doesn't matter what you see over here. God is over here leading you to triumph in Christ. Yeah. Makes no difference. It's who he is. God is being God. And all of a sudden we can say, Lord, thank you. Because we're sitting over here in this situation and, and it looks bad. But man, thank you, God, because I know it, it's going it's to look like a big one to everybody else. But it's just you being you. Thank you, Father. It's just you being you. It's just you being a good daddy, a good father. I don't care what I feel. I don't care what my situation looks like, how I'm surrounded. You are going to be you, and I trust you. And because I trust you, oh, I thank you. I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. God is always good, and he is always faithful. As we wrap up, let's go to Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4. You see, if you can get a hold of thankfulness, your life will change. Let me tell you, I've just been applying this now for a, a couple of weeks in, in a new level. You know, the Lord said, hey, you need to pick it up. Pick up your thankfulness. I said, amen. Amen. I'll do it. God showed me something specifically for pastors about thankfulness. And I was like, amen. Thank you. Yes, sir. Amen. Thank you. Well, the Lord's shown up. He's changing things. He's bringing about dreams and vision of what he's up to. Amen. Just in a couple weeks. Man, you think that doesn't pick me up? Think it picks y'all up? Yeah. Think it has an effect on you? On us? Yeah. And all it is is just me taking thankfulness to a new level. Thank you, Father. Look here. This will sound familiar. Philippians 4, 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. You've been waiting the whole time to say that. Verse 5. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. We, let, me, let me just tell you, there's some spiritual fruit that's kind of being unpacked right here. And gentleness goes along with that. Gentleness is right in the mix. Be anxious for nothing. Have no anxiety. Look, I don't care where you're at or what you're doing, how you feel, or what you see. God's telling you right now, you don't have to accept anxiety. You don't have to accept fear. You don't have to accept anything but the promises of God because God is being God in the spiritual world. And if he's God and you line up and get thankful with him, you will see how God he is when it manifests in your world. Amen? You'll see it. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, in everything, by prayer and supplication, 
Now those two words, I'm not going to give you the whole thing, but those two words mean worship and lifting up the things that you need. Petition. Worship and lifting up things. That's the general description of those two words. But in everything, by worship and petitioning God with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. To God. See, a lot of times we show our lack of thankfulness because we get over here in this situation and all the stuff's going on everywhere and we're just feeling like junk and our emotions are all out of whack and we've taken on anxiety, we've taken on fear, and all of a sudden we're like, well, I'm going to pray. And that's a good thought. But what we'll do is, we'll you see, we're not really thankful to God and we'll go something like this. Lord, help me. I need this, 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 and this. And tell Barrett. <laughs> and, 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 and tell tell you know somebody else and, and then we'll go hey will you help me pray over something lord i just need this 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 and this amen amen and what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to tell her what i need i'm not thankful to god i'm trying to be i'm trying to be thankful to her because i'm thinking she's the one that's going to supply it no 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 god, if i'm thankful to god i'm gonna back off of that i'm gonna let my request be made known to god with thankfulness he's the one that deserves it he's the one lord i just thank you i thank you bring it about however you want to bring about i do not care <laughs> i could care less about how you want to bring it about just i know you're over there being god you're with me you're being god i just can't see it with my physical eyes but you are being you god Thank you, thank you. I thank you in advance of what I can see with my physical eyes because with my spiritual eyes, I can see you being God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And watch this. When you do these things and the peace of God, the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, it goes beyond what makes sense. The peace of God will go beyond logic. And that peace will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. See, a lot of times we need the peace of God to help guard our heart. And we definitely need the peace of God to guard our mind. And I'm telling you, one of the entrance keys to getting in that place is being thankful. Lord, right now, I just ask that thankfulness would fall on your, on your body, that it'd fall on me, that it'd fall on everybody. Let thankfulness fall. And Lord, let it unravel. Let thankfulness unravel deceptions now in our lives. Lord, we have so much to be thankful for. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Father. Amen. You know, I think it was just this morning I saw, uh, I saw a post on the on facebook or something it was this morning or last night and the post said this there's people all over the world wishing they could have one of your bad days most of our bad days to everybody else is awesome in america it really is but let me tell you anything above hell is awesome we're in the bonus round so lord we just thank you we praise you just stand to your feet right now 
and you just let some thankfulness come out of your heart. Let's just turn that music on, turn it on lightly. Just listen. Don't just think it in your mind, but let thankfulness come off of your lips. Let thankfulness erupt out of your heart, out of your spirit. Let thankfulness erupt for what you have. I believe as you're thanking him right now that things are going to happen in your life. Stuff you needed to fall off is going to fall off. Things that you needed quenched are going to be quenched. Where you needed provision, you're going to have provision. Lord, we just thank you and we give you glory. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we give you thank you. We give you thanks for new vision. We give you thanks for life. We give you thanks for health. Whether we're feeling healthy or not, we give you thanks for it. Lord, we give you thanks for provision. Whether we feel provision or see provision, we're giving you thanks for it because you're being God. You're being who you are. Lord, whether, whether we uh, uh, see protection or not, we're giving you thanks for protection. Whether we feel protected or not, we're giving you thanks. Whether we feel peace, we're giving you thanks for it, Lord. These are the things, these are the, this is the fruit of life with you. Lord, we thank you. Yeah, glory to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, just, just be a kid with them. Praise God, be a kid with them. Ah, oh, he loves the heart of a kid. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we praise you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Fill us with wonder. Yeah. Yeah, glory. May we never lose our wonder. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Wide-eyed and mystified, may we be just like a child, staring at the beauty of our King. Yeah, let's just worship Him.
Yeah, right now, just whatever it is that you've had in your life, you need to see God in. You want to see him working in. Right now, that area, just call it out and just say, Lord, in provision. I just thank you. Lord, in what? In help. I just thank you in my body. I just thank you, Lord. Thank you that you are working this together for good. I love you. I'm called. Thank you, Lord. Whatever that is, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. you thank you so much for your beauty and your divine nature lord we honor you and we thank you let the scales fall off and let us live full lives full in christ abiding in him and him in us and lord whatever things that we need in our lives we know you are working for you are bringing those about god you are being god on our behalf Jesus is standing at the at the right hand of the father and he's our advocate and he's saying hey those are your children and I'm praying for them Lord we thank you Jesus thank you for your prayers Holy Spirit thank you for your comfort thank you for vision thank you for strength thank you for teaching Lord in Jesus name thank you thank you thank you in Jesus name Amen. Amen. Be thankful and have a great day.